You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on right now. You throw down $5 on the Super Bowl coming up here. And if your team wins, you get $280 in free plays. That simple, that easy. Guess what? You got a 50% chance of winning. Also, now joined by one of my absolute favorite people in the entire industry, the big dog himself, Mr. Brody Dryden, with some nice little apparel on right there. What do you got there, Brody? Yeah, Mike, fresh new T-shirt. We're back in the A uh, over here, so I, I love the uh, I love the shirt. Great quality stuff. So, sometimes, Mike, I got to give uh, give you guys props because sometimes like merch and whatever can be a little skimpy on the quality. But this right. is like some. I'm not right. just saying it for you, Mike. This right. is some like good quality, uh, good quality stuff right here, and and it looks amazing, dude. So. And it looks amazing. And there's nobody better to model it than the one man right there, Mr. Brody exactly. Dryden. They call me a walking billboard when, uh, when well, I walk around town. And uh, well, well, when the billboard has to look up at you, I yeah. think that's really what we're talking about <laughs> right there. Exactly. So, all right, Brody, let's get into some. Uh, we have a, uh, let's see here, big dog back in the A today. Nice. All right, so Brody, let's talk a little bit about women's basketball first. So, get back to their winning ways. Obviously, a uh, little bit of a hiccup. What's been going on? Fill us in this past week from a from the up-close view that Mr. Brody Dryden does have. Yeah, so uh, this past week, it was the road trip out to California. Uh, they had a makeup game against UCLA that was supposed to come uh, right after the new year. But uh, this past Wednesday, it was at Poly Pavilion, and Arizona got the win for the first time in Los Angeles uh, since in, in 15 years, since 2007. Uh, the Cats took down the Bruins, and uh, it, it was a tough, uh, a tough battle, especially in the beginning. The Bruins had a really good game plan. Um, they came out hot. Arizona struggled to shoot the ball. The UCLA defense, you know, they, they were just really uh, prepared for Arizona. But the one thing is UCLA is down on injuries. They, they had a, a very few 
uh, amount of scholarship players. And then they had some more injuries within the game on top of that, um, that, you know, just kind of went against UCLA. Arizona finally started hitting their shots. They found their rhythm uh, towards the middle of the game uh, and pulled out the victory, which was huge for Arizona. It was just kind of uh, getting getting a monkey off their back again, first time winning in Poly Pavilion in 15 years. It was a bit of a uh, a strange game for me. I, I can't lie. It was the um, first time they had fans at Poly Pavilion for a women's basketball game in a while. And you know, with that and the, the COVID concerns and whatnot, there there just were were not a lot of people there. And I had never broadcasted a game with you know, uh, right. an empty arena or not a lot of people or anything. So that that was honestly a little bit strange for me that I, I wasn't necessarily expecting. And then they had the men's game uh, the night prior, which, um, you know, a, a lot of UCLA fans did go out to. So maybe they didn't go two days in a row um, or, or anything. And then the uh, following Friday, there was supposed to be a game against Cal that got postponed due to uh, COVID concerns within the Berkeley program. And then this past Sunday, Arizona went uh, into Palo Alto, faced the number two team, Stanford. It came within six points. It was, it was another battle. It was a great game, a rematch of last year's national championship game. Uh, two different teams, but a lot of familiar faces on on both sides. Uh, both teams just put up a, a really great effort. And I think it's a it was a good uh, test for Arizona and uh, again Stanford bringing back basically all of their team last year um, and, and still being number two Arizona coming within six points and really being w- within less than that for a lot of the game and leading uh, part of it I, it was a great effort by them. Brody what surprised you most about and Brody's a guy that's fairly clairvoyant he's able to see into the future let me ask you this though going into this season you know, what did, what did you, ex- maybe what's been a pleasant surprise for the big dog? Hmm. I, I'd say. Hard the, hitting the questions one, right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say one thing that, uh, first of all, hasn't been surprising is how they've risen to be one of the best teams in the nation again, because again, mm-hmm. going into the season, uh, they were pretty underrated and you, you can't blame the, the national rankings and whatnot. They, uh, well, I guess you can blame them because they just didn't necessarily. Sure, we can blame them, Brody. They yeah, were wrong. Yeah, let, let, let's blame. Let's blame, blame them. the. Let's blame the voters because they uh, they didn't pay attention to Arizona as much as they should have down uh, in the or early on in the season last year. Um, and then when Arizona loses Ari McDonald, they were like, "All right, well, they're not going to be as good anymore. Let's put them down, bury them in the uh, lower half of uh, the top twenty-five rankings." But uh, you know, it hasn't been surprising to me because there's still that, that core. Uh, Kate Reese, Sam Thomas mm-hmm. as being, you know, some of the most experienced. Shayna Pellington in, emerging uh, as yeah, a closer. She, exactly. Shayna Pellington coming in and uh, she, you know, kind of you could see it in the national championship game last year. She had that great performance, 15 points um, with kind of the breakout there. And she's just been uh, continuing Pac-12 play. She has just been insane uh to watch so uh, i guess the the one thing um i guess uh to surprise me is because you didn't know what to expect from the game plan a a lot of the offense was run through 
uh, Ari McDonald right. last year. And it, it's kind of surprising in a sense. Now, at this point in the season, I'm not surprised, but based on the beginning of the season, just any given night, uh, you, you don't know who it is that's going to be the leading scorer for Arizona. It could be Kate Reese. It could be Shayna Pellington. It could be Sam Thomas. It could be Ben Duyaney. It could be Helena Pueo. Like there's just really anybody um, that can surprise you on a a night-by-night basis. Brody, what would you say as far as the um, Arizona plays Stanford again? And obviously Stanford defending national champion. Um, When I watched the game again, you know, obviously in the championship game, it looked like two fairly evenly matched teams, which is obviously a good thing because maybe outside of UConn and Tennessee, there's no more storied program than Stanford uh, women's basketball. When you watch them up close this recent time, the t- just from a talent level perspective, from the big dog's bird bird's eye view, did the uh, you know did it look did it look fairly similar? Did it look like these teams could be on a crash course again deep into the tournament this year? Yeah, absolutely. This was these were really well matched teams, and uh, one thing is Arizona really had a game plan for uh, some of the potential. Um, you know, players that, that could have, Haley Jones, who won the mm-hmm. final four most outstanding player in the tournament last year. Arizona had a game plan for her. If I, I did have the box score up, I think they contained her to, uh, let's see here, Haley Jones only had four points, which is right. a, 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 you'll you take know, that phenomenal. all day. Exactly. You, you know, the, the issue was Cameron Brink, who mm-hmm. they, they knew would be an issue. Um, she's listed as six foot four. I, I swear that she 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 looked so much taller than six foot. Wait four. a second. All right, Brody, you're <laughs> six foot seven. So I know. Yeah. Are you saying that she's closer to six seven than the listed six four? Are you calling this? At least it might be an optical illusion or something. But I I think that you know if it was if you're asking me without seeing the six foot four before, I'd say she's much closer to six foot seven. Uh, than six foot four. She was a, a very tall, very lengthy, uh, crazy wingspan. She put, had a double double in the first half, right? Um, against Arizona, and you know she was just kind of dominating uh, the inside. So I think that'll be something. Uh, unfortunately, Arizona doesn't play Stanford in the regular season. The Cardinal don't make a trip to Tucson, which I think would have been you know a blockbuster type event, and Mikhail would have been packed, and it, w- it would have been right. great. I don't know uh the the logic behind the the scheduling there but if Arizona and Stanford do meet one another in the uh Pac-12 tournament or in the NCAA tournament uh then yeah definitely watch for Arizona to be a, a lot more prepared for Brink but overall that Stanford and Arizona are m- much alike and you know any given player have so much talent they can break out um they've got the ability to score the ability to to defend they're a really well coached team so certainly the top two programs uh in the pack 12 and i I would love to see them match up all right brody first i got a question about uh, what goes into the preparedness because i've had a couple people ask this but first and foremost DraftKings sportsbook app code word phnx here's the deal throw down five dollars on the super bowl Now, if you don't know who's playing in the Super Bowl and you're tuning in right here, that means that you're really committed to me and probably not committed enough to the other sports out there. So here's the deal. You throw down $5 on the Rams or you throw $5 down on the Bengals. And you know what? Whoever wins that game, if you're a new customer, you get $280 in free plays. 
Let me put it so even people like me can understand. That's 56 to 1 odds right there. You like those odds. Worst case scenario, you lose 5 bucks. Best case scenario, you get 280 bucks. And you know what? That can uh, go a long way. Here's the deal, too. 21 and up, Arizona only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Call uh, If you've got a gambling issue, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you back on your feet, back to the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right, Brody, real quick, before I want to get into a little bit of a behind the scenes on how Brody perfects his craft, but who do you got in the Super Bowl? Ooh, well, I, I know, I'm going to be rooting for the Bengals. I, they're going to have a hard time with the uh, that, that Rams defense, but the thing is, no matter the defense, it seems like the Bengals can get roughed right. up and, and still pull out the win, so I, I'm going with uh, Joe Burrow and the, and the Bengals. They look they look solid, and they're just a fun team. So, I, and I, I don't want to, you know, choose the Rams to win, but root for the Bengals. So, I, I'm, I'm yeah. on the uh, Cincinnati bandwagon all the way. All right, Brody, I'm, I'm fine. What you do, impossibly uh, fascinating, and I've always admired uh, Brian Jeffries, and now the uh, young Brody Dryden. Take me through a little bit because what I do is fairly simple, and it's always been. I just talk sports. Tell me a little bit about what. When you're going into a game, because it's drastically different, and what you do is that's especially amazing is you're a one-man crew. So how do you how do you prep for a game? How do you go into a game and you know just you know just take me through kind of like your your preparedness process? Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, for each team, I get their rosters. Uh, you know, this is mostly you know information that's. Uh, you know, online and resources that could be found through each uh, team sports information department uh, that they all have. And, you know, I, I you know, get e- each roster, both Arizona uh, and whoever they're playing. I, I actually have one right in front of me right now that I, I wanted to stick in front of me. Just Yeah, what do you got? We, we talked. So I, I've got my Arizona one right uh-huh. here. Sweet. The, okay. The, the okay. one thing is there's there's less and less notes because it's just, got, you know, following the team and doing each, right. each and right. each game. You know, I've got the statistics and, and all that stuff you can't really memorize. But with, with Arizona, it seems like I, I keep getting less and less notes that I need to write down um, other than uh, big things to remember. But then obviously <clears throat> for each other team, like for Stanford, uh, they've got a lot of different players with accolades. Uh, you know, their own statistics, uh, this and that. So, you know, you just got to do your research and prepare, have all that stuff in front of you and uh, your court side broadcasting the game. So when the, it's the right time to bring up certain information, uh, you know, like the most basic uh, free throw percentage, you know, you got to right. make sure that if somebody heads the free throw line, you know how good of a free throw shooter you are. Uh, you know, you got to give props. I got to give props to uh, Ty Stevers, uh, Arizona women's basketball mm-hmm sports information director he he really uh has helped me out and you know it's my first year doing the broadcast it's his first year uh with the program as well and he writes great uh great game notes he he keeps track of records of news of everything going on in the program and uh helps provide uh myself the opposing team's radio and, and television with uh, all, all the broadcast information you need. But yeah, there, there's a lot of reading, a lot of research, a lot of, um, you know, st- statistics gathering, trying to find those, those fun tidbits to uh, inform the listeners throughout uh, throughout games and whatnot. It, it, it's, a, it's a really great time and it makes it 
uh, all worth it, you know, in, in the end, because it's nice. It's almost like going into a, uh, it's like studying for a test, you know, and then right. when you go, when you're going into a game or going into a test, you know, you're going to ace, uh, then it's a lot more comfortable and you feel a lot more prepared than say, right. um, how you, do you, you know, go like through, in, how do you go through kind of the, and I'm assuming doing, you know, doing some softball, doing some baseball help, but how do you, how do you perfect the mechanics of just calling out the game? You know, Shana, Shana Pellington with a swing pass to the perimeter, uh, down low to, you know, uh, uh, to Lauren, where, how does that, how does that work? Or does that just kind of spontaneous? Yeah. I mean, um, I, I think that all that I, I can say is that it's come with experience. I, I did, you know, camp student radio uh, in college and, you know, I was terrible. Like most things, people, when you start something, I didn't, I have had no real natural knack to do it or anything. I remember my first game was calling the Arizona Bowl, I think four years ago with uh, my best friend, Eric, for camp student radio. Mm-hmm. And that that's the thing. It's like you you uh, grow up uh, listening on the radio, watching on TV, hearing commentators. And so um, you, you almost just kind of have to mimic what you know in the, in the beginning and then build on that. So I, you, right. you just got to go out and try it, you know, right. and that that's all I can say. And you, you just got to describe what you're seeing and uh, try to paint the the clearest picture possible for the for the listeners all right before we let the big dog go what's uh um, by the way where can the people find you tonight brody yeah we're uh doing the adia barnes radio show at floors market run it's down on 6th street and tucson boulevard it's where the old uh rincon market was it's Mm -hmm. the same building it's just a floors market run now they've renovated it changed it they've got great food uh, great drinks and it, it's always it's always a good show so uh right. come on down it's at six o'clock tonight floors market run and we're gonna be doing every tuesday until february 22nd uh near the end of the season so and, and if you're not if you can't come down to florida's we're on the radio 1400 uh a.m ktuc Brody, you got a lot of big fans in here. A lot of a lot of compliments <laughs> from the listener. All right, real quick, do you and your counterpart Brian Jeffries ever kind of talk and say, you know what, we're covering two of the top ten teams in the country. Is there any other play by play group that's got that going? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think we're we're both spoiled with uh, watching a couple of the best, you know, the most talented yeah. men's and women's teams in the nation. So uh, absolutely, yeah. Which, now watching the men's team a little bit, and obviously you know you're doing the grinding because you've got you've got a full time gig right there covering the uh, the women's basketball team. But just watching the team from afar, I'll be honest with you, I thought they would be good. I thought they'd be, but I thought they would be kind of like back end top twenty five, good somewhere like around twenty. Brody, I didn't see him being top ten. I didn't see him being this. And you know, it, it's kind of cool when you've got both programs right there that are let's be honest outperforming all the national expectations and all those voters that downgraded the a instead of backing the a yeah exactly i i think it's it's been great and watching the men's team since the women's team played the day after the men at poly pavilion i had the chance to go uh to the u of a uh, ucla game in in los angeles and uh, that was actually the first time I got the opportunity to to see, or the second time I got to see them 
in in person, and and they are just a, a great uh, great group of players. I I think that um, you know again the unpredictability of the team in the beginning is what was kind of how they were underrated because again I. With the women's team, Ari McDonald leaves. You, you don't know how the team's going to adjust. You don't know how things are going to change. With Arizona, there's a coaching change. You don't know how Tommy Lloyd is going to – you can guess, all right, it's going to be a similar style basketball to Gonzaga, um, you, you know, stuff like that. But you really just didn't know what to expect in the beginning. So, yeah, they, they've just been a, a phenomenal group. Um, Got to hope uh, Tabellis is going to be back, you know, at 100% here pretty soon. But they're they're a fun team to watch. And it, it's kind of strange, Mike, with the the struggles, like with creases shooting mm-hmm. um, and, and stuff. Because when you, you rely on that stuff, when it goes away, you got to see who's the next man up, who's going to kind of fill in the gaps when, when one guy's off. Uh, any particular night, but I think that's what the team's learning right now. And then come by, uh, come Mar- March, then maybe oh. they'll have that all patched up. All right, Brody, you're a modest man, so I'm going to speak for you. This uh, I feel fortunate enough to have known Brody. Um, this is a guy that's obvious. You can just tell, and like Scott just said, you can listen to the broadcast for five minutes and tell that Brody's uh, Brody's a special dude. Um, real quick, Brody. Where can they find you on social media? One more time for your stalkers out there. Where can they find you tonight? <laughs> yeah, at, at Coyote Brody on uh, on Twitter. By the way, Mike, I need your opinion because you've yeah. uh, you, you've been uh, through it with me and stuff. I, I've been pondering. I, I love the Coyote Brody, but I've also had that since I was like literally a child. Do mm-hmm. I change it for like professional purposes? You know, or do I st- or do I stick with it? That that's a great question. Personally, I know. Um, personally, <laughs> I would. You've you've so far. You're so far ahead of the game right now that uh-huh. I would probably. I would probably leave it. I get your question. Okay. I would probably. Yeah. You probably got a good guy that you can consult with that one as well. True. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I would. I would. I would probably keep it. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the brand. It's kind of it, the brand at this point. You know, it really. It really is kind of a brand. <laughs> Alfred Chavez just put Iron Coyote. Brody. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> honestly, but if you're just asking me, and again, I'm probably not the best person, but I would keep it because there's there's a charm and there's some allure, and I think some people get, you know, when they when they achieve sometimes the level of success that I think some people start to take themselves a little too seriously. Um, We have the best team in the entire uh, country here with you doing that, with uh, Brian doing uh, uh, men's basketball. So if you're just asking me, I'd keep it. All right. I'm keeping it. Thank you, Mike. So, so find me on Twitter then uh, at Coyote Brody. Appreciate that, Mike. And and buy the merch. Back the A. Back the A. All right, big, all right, big dog. We'll have you on again next week, and I'm glad you're feeling well. And keep doing a great job out there, buddy. Yeah, appreciate right. it, Mike. Talk to you soon. Thanks again. That's Brody Dryden right there, my guy. And when I tell you that there's not many people that I uh, I really value more than uh, uh, Brody, he's the guy. I can't thank him enough for coming on. Alfred Chavez says, "Great name, Brody. Don't change it. I like Iron Coyote, Brody." All right, here's the deal: DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. The Super Bowl is here. 
enough of the waiting, enough of the dilly-dallying around. Let's get to the main competition right here. You got the Rams, you got the Bengals. Nobody thought that was going to be happening before the season, but here we are. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app is the place you need to be. You throw down $5 on a game and for new customers, and if that team hits, you get $280 in free plays. That simple, that easy. Look at the risk, $5. Look at the reward, $280. Who else is going to give you that? Nobody else. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is code word PHNX. Get on there. Make all of that happen right there. You'll be happy about it because you know what? You'll probably get some good money out of that because I like the Rams. Uh, KB Thiel put in there. I think that that's, uh, that's who he's going with. And if it's good enough for us, it's good enough for you guys. All right. Well, that actually sounded really pretentious. If it's good enough for you guys, then it's good enough for me. All right. A couple things before we wrap up here. Wanted to talk briefly some U of A football. Then I wanted to give a little bit of a tribute to Tom Brady here. Obviously, Tom Brady didn't play at the U of A, but he knows Jed Fish. Maybe he backs the A. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But uh, U of A football is going to be incredibly fun to follow here. They're going to be having another media day coming up here shortly. We got an article. It's uh, had a little bit of an issue going up, but hopefully it'll be back up here in about 20 minutes or so, breaking down just everything that's going on and how Jed Fish gets it. Uh, Jed Fish can't talk about it, but I can talk about it. He's in the past. How many times have Arizona fans been scratching their head, pulling out their hair, whatever the case may be, that Arizona's not offering the <laughs> Arizona's not offering the um, you know the best kids in the city? I always bring up the idea, or I always bring up the case of uh, Bruno Fina. This is John Fina's kid right here, and you're led, and he's in your backyard, and. Oh, by the way, we're only going to offer you after USC and UCLA offer you. That well, and not surprisingly, went to US UCLA. Things are changing a little bit here. There's a new big dog in town, not just Brody Dryden. There's a new big dog, and that's Jed Fish. He offered a five or uh, excuse me, a freshman at Marana named Desmond uh, Desmond Roebuck. Um, I've seen him play a little bit of seven on seven. The kid's a fantastic athlete. He's a guy that you know could project to be a high Division one player. This is what you do, though. You get on these kids early. You let them know that you want them here. You want them here back in the A. And that goes somewhere. Because think about it. If you're a KB Thiel, you're out there. You're in uh, You're in uh, college right now. Let's say you're a big-time football prospect. And the U of A doesn't come to you until a bunch of other schools already offer you. You're going to rightfully take that as a slight. And it's probably not going to be a good outcome for the U of A. Jed Fish gets it. Kudos on offering the latest freshman right there. You get it, coach. All right. I am going to uh, probably get beat up here a little bit. I don't care, though, because I only got a couple minutes left. Here's the deal. I don't like the Patriots. I don't like the Buccaneers. I don't not really a Tom Brady fan. But you know the thing that's just kind of amazing about him, and I always felt this way a little bit about Jerry Rice too, and I put out on Twitter, I think that those are the only two guys that you can really argue are the best players of all time, is that both of those guys are, and especially Tom Brady, you're 44 and you're still a boss. How many times have we seen guys when they hit 39, 40 just fall off? Peyton Manning's, your Drew Brees's, your, uh, um, your Brett Favre's. This guy didn't. This guy kept it going. This guy left on top of the game. There's going to be a mystique about him that's going to continue to grow. And again, when 
when I think of the best football players of all time, I'm going to think of Tom Brady and I'm going to think of Jerry Rice. Those are the only two because those two were so far ahead of the rest of their position that I think that you have to take that into account. Rice is a little different because his numbers will never be Jerry Rice's numbers. And for the young, young bucks out there, those numbers will never be touched. I know that it's more of a passing league now, but his numbers are so much better than the rest of the NFLs that you, I can easily make that case that Jerry Rice is the best, but you know what? If you want to tell me that Tom Brady's the best, I'm going to sit here and I'm certainly going to listen to that. Now, what also is the best is go PHNX. Here's the deal. Go on there and you get a membership and all kinds of great deals going on. You get a free back the AT shirt with the year membership. You saw how Brody styled it. You saw how that went down. Brody is the man. You can be the man as well by getting one of those T-shirts right there. And subscribe to the website because there's all kinds of good stuff going on. The Sun Devils got you covered. There's been some movement over there. You got the Coyotes with Craig Morgan, who's a beast in the industry. You got Gerald Borgay. Got the guys over at the Diamondbacks doing their thing as well. The Cardinals. We got you all set up right here in the state and uh, right down here in Tucson. Very proud to be part of this group. Everybody on there, really thank you guys for all contributing. As always, Scott, KB, Alfred, Cammy. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, all of you guys. Really appreciate it. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Jason Shear is making his debut tomorrow. So set your alarms for 10 o'clock right there. Thanks again. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Thank you.